Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What's up, people? This is DJ. Hey, mi gente. This is Ish. And, and this, this is season, season two, two of Pero Let Me Tell You. One of the reasons I told you I want to get Disney Plus, which what? I need to get it, that is what? I want to watch Even Stevens. Oh, I miss Even Stevens. Even Stevens was... The bomb. I do. Chris, I met Christy Carlson Romano once. Yeah. Very oh, nice. oh shit. And we can watch Phil the Future. <gasps> I fucking love Phil of the That's Future. It. That's it. You're getting you're we're getting it and you're tonight, signing. Tonight we're getting it. And, and, you're, we're and, you're gonna, and you're gonna give me the uh We're gonna have the Phil of the Future marathon. Oh I sh- yeah. She makes me happy. The girl from Phil of the Future. Ali Machaka. Yeah. Her and her sister that's on well, her sister got her own show now. I was like, think of all the stuff. Because when when I heard of Disney <laughs> Plus, oh. I just thought of the movies. Right, right. No, 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 no. And and which is good, but, but I have more mo- than that. I have most of the movies on on either Blu-ray or DVD or VHS, a combination right. thereof. <laughs> and they don't really have that many original productions yet. So so, but then I didn't know that it included the Disney Channel original programming, and I was all, like, oh, all the decoms, this baby, is a game changer now. Yep. And we're going to watch Hannah Montana, and I'm going to pretend to be that dirty old man. <laughs> it's so funny you say that, because the other day I was talking with, with Jose, and he was working at Disney when Hannah Montana started. And he was like, saying how every time they would cut a promo in Argentina, because he was mm-hmm. living there at the time, for Hannah Montana, they had one rule. What, the only rule for the promos was do not use footage from the pilot because the wig was so bad. Oh. And every time that they would cut a promo, they, all the footage would be for the first episode. And he's like, pero, how many times? Like, pero, che, es que. And he's like, there's like 50 episodes to choose from. Why do you always pick that one? Who would have known that a girl like me can double, double like a superstar? superstar? Welcome to episode 90. <laughs> Chill it out, take it slow. Then listen to our show. <laughs> 
And that is a <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. Uh-huh. Well, everyone, welcome to episode 90 of Pero Let Me Tell You 90 Episodes. The apparently unofficially Disney Plus sponsor. <laughs> oh yeah, we are oh yeah, we are 10 episodes away from getting syndication. Oh yes. Do you think we'll be on on channel 39 or channel 33? 33. Do you think so? Yeah, 39 was the ugly steps to start 33. But now it's not. No, but 30 remember 33 had the Funshine Festival. Oh, that's true. Wow. Whoever heard that and knows what wow. we're talking about. Four days school week. <laughs> um, so how's everybody? Pero Friday. Pero Friday. We hope you had a wonderful week. And I know, you... Well, everybody had a great week and they're looking forward to next week. Yes, of course. Short of week. Course. Everybody's course. all about Before it. Before we get into El Guanajo Day, <laughs> we were reminiscing a little bit there and you really did catch us, you guys, mid-conversation. Yeah, I literally just I hit play. I because even... as you've probably heard... Um, in other episodes that I, for one, have complained that that's it. I'm not getting any more subscription We're services. We're done. We're done. We have Amazon, Netflix, Hulu. We have Hulu, right? Yeah, yes, we have yes, Hulu. You have my Hulu. Yeah. We, you, yeah. <laughs> we all have these yeah. subscription services, and that's it. New Roma. But then Disney Plus rolls Comes around, along. and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> With that Disney magic. Damn it. It's like that damn mouse makes me bankrupt. I can't say no to the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's like the Disney Channel original programming. How are we going to say no to that? Oh, and the Disney, oh, and the DCOMs. Ooh, Cheetah Girls 2. You know the only thing that it, it would, if I could get it, but you know it's coming, what? but it's not Disney Channel. You know what I would pay good money to see? What? Clarissa Explains It All. <gasps> Actually, it might be on Netflix because Netflix just struck a deal with Nickelodeon. Okay, well there for, we go for a lot of um, a lot of their content. Because Clarissa explains it all for some reason is one of these shows that I can't even find on YouTube. They like, played on Teen Nick. I I can't find it. Like I can't find it on YouTube. Um, like even some episodes, mm-hmm. you could like I have a hard time even finding the theme song. Really? Oh, yes. It's not on YouTube. Like, very little content of it is, which is really strange because that was such a popular show. But, but yeah, check Netflix because I think it might be part of the, the So, team. everybody, yes, we are reminiscing on Disney and a little bit of Nickelodeon. What was your favorite Disney show? Uh, my favorite Disney show, I really liked Even Stevens. Like, I yeah, really I liked, liked Even Stevens, Stevens, too. I thought it was very funny. You know the thing is that... Fill Sh- the future también. Shia LaBeouf is, like, one of these people that, like... He, Say what you want about him. He is but, so freaking charismatic. Right. And he not only is he a good actor, but he's he's so charismatic. And as a kid, you know, and what, what I liked about him was that he he was a little bit awkward looking. And I don't mean that in, as an insult. I, he I wasn't mean, Zac Efron. You, right. He wasn't like the all-American... Kid. He, wasn't, he wasn't Zac Efron. You know, he 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 had curly hair. You know, he had like a big nose, but it somehow worked. Like it, yeah. it, he was adorable, and and the, the show I love, okay, I love the show on, was so funny. On even, I loved Beans. On My even, sister and I loved Beans. Yeah, on that show was just hilarious. You know, yeah. through and through. Um, so I also imagine that they're gonna have like the Disney afternoon. <laughs> Probably. I would oh my imagine. god, gummy bears. No, they do have they have gummy bears. Ducktails. They have gummy bears. They have I'm sure they have ducktails. They have gummy bears. And they have gargoyles, which I loved gargoyles. Oh, that was such a let's good Let's see show. if I can name let's see if we can name the whole Disney afternoon. Well, Although, which, which iteration? Well in order of when well, it Well, okay, so the first one was gummy bears and ducktails. Right. Then it was followed by Rescue Rangers. Rescue Rangers. Then Tailspin. Tailspin, Darkwing Duck. Right. Then we got Bonkers. Darkwing Duck. That's on Disney Plus, too. Get 
dangerous. <laughs> dark ween duck. Better watch out, you bad boys. What and was after that? I think. Oh, Goof Troop. Okay. Goof Troop. After that, yeah, we were in high school. We were in high school, yeah. <laughs> I think after that, it was like then Gargoyles was in there at one point. So but you know what's interesting that I remember that Gummy Bears was, was part of the Disney afternoon. But Gummy Bears originally was on Saturday mornings. ABC. Yeah. Yep. That I remember that Gummy Bears was like really early. It was like one of the first ones. It was ones. the first ones. I could never watch it because it was like 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it was like at 8, o- 8 o'clock. So, yeah. Do they even still have Saturday morning cartoons? Um, No, because there are channels now that have cartoons 24 hours a day. <laughs> like, I go to sleep every night pretty much watching Spongebob on, on Nicktoons. <laughs> you're, you're telling me. <laughs> um, yeah. You, you know what also bothers me in a way is that the Chickmunks. Mm-hmm. Alvin and the Chipmunks. I cannot find the eighties. You told me that. I, I can't. Believe that. I can't find it. I can't. And I'm like, but, 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 especially now in this day and age, that our generation who grew up on this yeah, is like, yeah, all about nostalgia and yeah. bringing it back. It's like, how can I not find, you know, Zomboid Rigidosis? <laughs> the, the episode. Did you remember the episode of Zomboid Rigidosis? You, oh, I remember it because you remember it. And there was an episode that Dave, uh-huh. Dave Seville, yes. was going to be honored for his piano playing. Okay. So they made a wax figure of him. And they delivered it to the house, but they left it outside in the lawn. So his face started to melt. So Alvin, Simon, and Theodore were very concerned. They thought, it and was they Dave. thought he had zomboid rigidosis. Oh, no. My, one of my favorite episodes of the Chickmunks was the episode where the piano fell down the stairs and it had pudding in it. I don't remember any yes, of this. Yes, and then each one of the Chickmunks gave their own version of what how happened? it fell down. So when like Alvin would give his version right. on how the piano went came and fell down the stairs, Theodore and Simon would be like, We're restless. <laughs> and then they cost havoc okay. in the house. And then, you know, each one of them again. Right. When Simon would give his version, then it was Alvin and Theodore. They'd be like, We're restless. But it was funny because in that episode I remember it was it was funny to see how when the other chickmunks gave their version of it, how in two of the three versions Theodore would be kind of a villain. It's like, come on. Theodore is not a villain. The- you know, Theodore was my favorite. I get it. My favorite was Alvin. <laughs> I love Theodore. He alphabetized. The- did you remember? He would alphabetize the refrigerator. And there's an episode that he was trying to put the watermelon in the W and it wouldn't fit. <laughs> uh, I loved, as you, as you could tell, audience, you I loved really Alvin loved and it. the Chickmunks. And yeah, now- I-, I can't believe that you can't find it. Because, for example, and Smurfs. And also they've had a resurgence. Right, but Smurfs now, because they're popular again, the you can right. still found, find the. The Hanna Barbera, yeah. Yeah, right, the one from the 80s. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, you can't find the Alvin and the Chickmunks. That's strange. It must be a rights thing. It has to be a rights thing. Yeah. It has to be. No other... Don't you remember when Britney did uh, Material Girl? Yes. I mean, come on. You talk about MTV? Alvin and uh, the Chickmunks. Was MTV for people who didn't have MTV. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. Chipmunks was almost like you know, kids pop, kids bop without the annoying children. So, I actually now that I said MTV, I actually I hadn't thought about this, but according to her, what Agalis? No, I was watching an interview on um, Larry. Larry King has a show on yeah, it's, online. I think it's an online show. Yeah, yeah. And Daisy Fuentes was on it. <laughs> Which we would love to have on our show as well. Oh Daisy, gosh. if you were somebody who knows you was listening, please feel free. Well, you know what? Also, bring Richard. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a twofer. <laughs> yes. Daisy and Richard. 
and I did not realize that Daisy Fuentes was the first Hispanic woman to have a permanent spot on cable television. So it was like a permanent gig. Really? Yep. And then she was saying that at the time she didn't really think anything of it because you know she was like 19, 20 years old. And right. She was just living she wasn't her thinking life. of herself yeah. as like a pioneer, and yeah, she was yeah. like, you know, I'm having fun doing MTV. This is probably gonna get canceled next year. Let but me live it up until it lasts. But yeah. but yeah, yeah. I can now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Daisy Fuente. She looks great. She's in her fifties already. Este she looks great. I mean, listen, if you're married to Richard Marx and all he does is sing to you sweet songs, you know. I mean, you know, he's right there waiting. Yeah. And um but the interview is like really good because she she talks about that, how um growing up she spoke Spanglish. And she knew Before English. it was a thing. Right. She knew English and she knew Spanish. So right. it was very natural, which is what we always talk about here in terms of Spanglish. That was very natural to her. So when she started getting these, like, um, you know, again, her her job at MTV and she right. started becoming a model and she started becoming doing these campaigns yeah, for like, makeup and different designers and all that stuff. Uh, because people often forget that she was also a model for a bit. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, that she was the first Latina this and the first Latina that. She didn't, she never thought about it that way because she was, again, this young girl and she was just living her life. And to she her. She was happy for the opportunity. That's to it, her, yeah. her nationality or ethnicity or whatever you want to call it was not a big deal. Right. But she was. And then, yeah, as you said, as you were saying right now, when she said that, I'm like, yeah. I'm yeah, like, I can't yeah, think yeah. of many other Hispanic Latina like women at, at that, that time. time who had like a regular gig like outside of Univision yeah wow yeah. look at that Daisy Fuentes pioneer and she woman. was also one of the first ones to have a clothing brand that's true which is still which she around still has. Which and she is still, has. still successful yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no 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 Daisy Fuentes sigue, sigue dando patra. and now she has she has not sh- experienced any hazard <laughs> That's actually her favorite Richard Marx song. Because it's great. Did he kill her? Didn't he kill her? We'll never know. It was those endless summer nights. Oh my god, with Angelia. <laughs> I don't know that. Ma- I mean, I know Richard Marx songs, but not as many as like when we did that Britney episode. So yeah, this is gonna, gonna go it's, for it's long. It's not gonna go that long. No, no. It's kind of this is not not to mix. Okay, singers so it's Beto Friday. It's Beto Friday. Whoop, whoop. So, so you could kind of say that this is sort of our Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, because the next one will be after Thanksgiving. It'll be so our Black Friday episode. It'll be our Black Friday episode. <laughs> yes, we're going to be a company. Oh my God, our logo should like be blacked out. We're going to accompany all of you who want to go shopping. So let's talk a little bit about Thanksgiving. Yeah, no, I was. El like, Dia de Guanajo. Okay, but we're not like upset about it, right? Like, no. Like Christopher Columbus Day or anything like that. Like, we can. We Why can... would anybody be upset about Thanksgiving? No, because maybe it's all like, you know, the pilgrims came and they killed the Indians and then they helped them and then they were hypocrites. I don't know why people get upset about things anymore, Darian. No, 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 no. Let's, let's talk about. There's vegans suing Burger King. I don't know. They are? Yes. Tell me about this. Okay. So, you know how they, they have. Burger King now has the impossible, impossible burger, burger right? yeah. Well, apparently, and I, I they, um, this one vegan, Philip Williams, mm-hmm. I never trust people with two first names. Mm-hmm. He That's just, why you don't trust Read Me Yet. It's true. He'll never be on this show. Um, that and because, you know, Mariah. Um, he he just, did her dirty. Very. He just filed. And Daisy Fuentes. And Daisy Fuentes, too. <laughs> so you know what? No, we're done with you, Luis. Me. Um, he just filed a class action lawsuit mm-hmm. claiming the burger giant advertises the Impossible Burger as a vegan alternative but they're all cooked on the same grill. 
So his argument is it's a vegan burger, but because you cook it on the same grill as you grill meat, it is still contaminated. And so technically, it is not a vegan Andrew burger. Andrew Phillip. William Phillips. William Phillips. Don't you, <laughs> have, better, William Phillips. Don't you have better things to do? No, clearly not. Clearly not. My favorite part. I would love to be a... Uh, my favorite part is this. Hold on. He notes there have been numerous complaints posted online by outraged vegans. And my first thought was, well, all vegans are outraged all the time anyway. So, I mean, it's a natural state. I just want to let everybody know that, pero let me, pero let me tell you, it's not vegan friendly. <laughs> We're not. We have lots of dairy product. <laughs> I love butter and I love cream and I love whipped cream and I love eggs. 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 I love animals and animal byproducts. Yeah. I don't care. I, I, I believe that animals should be treated fairly and correct, correct, and humanely, um, and, and, humanely. and the like. But but, but yeah. <clears throat> I didn't mean to sidetrack. But but I saw that and I was like, no, but that's a good one. Yeah, from actually, a legal perspective, from he actually, have, he does have a, he point. a point. He does have a point in the sense that yes, if if you are advertising something as a vegan alternative or vegetarian or whatever, yes, you should probably be cooking it in an area that is not. Doesn't have fatty oils or, fat, or, right. or anything that can contaminate that right. come from an animal. Right. So I do understand that. But again, it's like one of those things like either don't go to Burger King <laughs> or like really like you. Or you, suck it up because, you know, do you, do you know how many they, they probably go to so many restaurants where they order the vegan option. They don't know what's going on back there. No. Listen, William Phillips or Philip Morris or whatever the hell your name is, you've probably eaten more animal byproduct than, than you, you ever, ever will know. Well, let's get back to a so guanaco. back to animals. So, so Thanksgiving. So come on, yeah. people. Thanksgiving, Miami, either from a Cuban household or a Hispanic household. So how many of you have turkey con arroz con frijoles? I do not. You don't? I que gringo tu eres. I don't. Okay, so no. The thing is, so growing up, we would go to Hialeah for, for Thanksgiving to my uh -huh. mom's And you mean house. to tell me that you had a purely Anglo? Let me finish. Because <laughs> I, I started the story out by Hialeah. Nothing purely Anglo happens in Hialeah. Uh, no, no, no. You know what's pretty Anglo in Hialeah? Casey and the Sunshine Band? No, the the diner I, we went to the other day. Oh, Stevens Deli? Stevens Deli that I That's ended up true. going. It's like you you walk in and it's like, wait, are we in Hialeah? <laughs> You're like, I just went to Jersey. It's, it's like, like, it's like, like <laughs> It's like a vortex. To like, you know, like someplace else. I'm like, wait, this is like a Jewish deli. <laughs> like, where am I? Am in I, the middle of Hialeah. Am I in Boca? And the people inside are either Jewish. Oh, really? Or white. Yes. The oh, day wow. the day that I went, no, everybody was Jewish and white or black. There was no Guano in there. Amido. Okay. No, okay. no. I was like, wait, wait, where are we? <laughs> but uh, no, no. So in Hialeah, uh, we would go to my, my mom's uncle's house, uh, Eduardito. And there they would. They would do the turkey and, you know, but they would have the congri, they'd have el puerco. Exactly. But then once we started doing it at my parents' house, mm -hmm. and then now eventually we do it at my sister's house, my sister does strictly like American dishes. Mm -hmm. Because her reasoning is, because we do both Thanksgiving and Nochebuena at her house. Mm -hmm. So she's like, a Nochebuena yo hago el puerco con el congri, los maduros y todo. So even your grandparents would. Well, my grandparents didn't have an option. They were they were they, well, you know, but they were at my sister's house or at my house. So, se comía lo que había Again, it was turkey. You know, you would do green beans. You would do. Uh, my mom does the the sweet potatoes with mm -hmm. with marshmallows on top. And mm -hmm. uh, my sister does a fantastic bacon mac and cheese. Oh yeah, <gasps> so good. And we do you know okay. You know what? I'm gonna take it back. There is an exception. What? My mom makes flung. 
Okay. I don't well, think th- I don't think the pilgrims had flung. Yeah, no. When they when they first landed on Plymouth Rock, but but really, but but flung, you, but it, you know, it, it, flung defies it, all like exactly, lines of nationality exactly. or culture. It's, it's beyond us. Flung is a human thing, like, right? It's, it's humanity. It, it, we to need have to flung. have flung because flung is the best thing in the world. Like let's not kid ourselves. It's true. It is the best thing in the world. It's true. There's nothing better than flung. At the end of the day, my favorite thing to eat on Earth in the human <laughs> existence of humanity is flung. This segment brought to you by Creamy Creations. And has you've seen me having creamy creations? I've seen you having creamy creations, and I've seen you having all kinds of flungs. You don't discriminate. It's like I have like a kind of an outer body no, 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 experience. No, 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 no. It becomes like, something. You, you, your face. It, it's it's flung face. Listeners, it is flung face, which has to be one of has to be a shirt, but. Your face, like you go almost blank. I it's do. Like, it's like what I picture when, when like the Dalai Lama meditates. Mm-hmm. That is the face that he See, gets. Because the thing about flung is that I, I think about like the smoothness and creaminess of it, and like when you put the fork or or spoon in the custard and you <gasps> break it, and like the text. I think about that. And then I think about like, like the caramelo is just. I think about like that, especially like the first couple of bites. When yes. it first touches your tongue, especially if it's right, it's, it's cold if, and it's so yes. sweet, like how it overwhelms your taste buds with its creaminess and deliciousness yes. and sweetness. And then you know when you like go for it, it's like, wow! I'm regretting we didn't have the flung at dinner now. Make I hope I didn't freak out our list. I'm regretting. I'm like, it is like I'm the, regretting we didn't have the fucking so flung. So you know what the th- the thing is that my grandmother. I grew up on my grandmother's flung, and you know. God bless my grandmother. She had a really rough week, but she's okay now. Yeah, she's good. Um, and her flung is not good. But that's the flung that I grew up on. <laughs> right. That's your nostalgia flung. You know, it's filled with bubbles and it's like, it's like matte. It's like, it's, it's not matte? shiny. It's like a little matte. <laughs> oh. It has a little bit of a matte finish. And it's not brown. It's kind of like, uh, 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 it's like a dark tint of yellow. <laughs> like, it's not good, but it's my oh. grandmother's flung. Right. So I love it. Right. You know? Right. But um, when I realized that flung meant something special to me, and I started having other people's flung, other people's flungs, um, my godmother makes a hell of a flung. Right. You know, we all have somebody in our family makes that makes a hell of a flung. A hell yeah. of a flung. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I had like my godmother. I had like my godmother's flung because my godmother would sell them. Oh wow! I had them. I had hers at number one, and like our friend Daisy's, like at number two, like a one point five, like a close like, yeah, two. Yeah. But then Creamy Creations came along and <laughs> fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not because they're our friends, but no, 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 seriously. Like, damn, if they but are. But then they came on. I'm like, what the? F-? Like, I'm like, but it could come on, people. This shouldn't be. This shouldn't be legal. Like, <laughs> they should have to pay pay fines. They should have to pay fines for how good that flung is. Oh my god! El otro día we went. And we had the, they had um they did pumpkin pumpkin spice yeah. flung. It was so good. I've told you. I I god. like. I like the cheese flung. I like the guava flung. I like all flung. All flung, right. But at the end of the day, the original the is my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. well, no, back to Thanksgiving. Back to Thanksgiving. Back to so, Thanksgiving. Yeah. so we don't really that do... That was our flung... That was our tangent. flung corner, yes. <laughs> we don't really do, like, a Hispanic Thanksgiving. We... we it's very American. And, because, again, pa' Latino y pa... No, I agree. Otro en la noche buena. So we do a bicultural... <laughs> oh, how, how progressive. We always um, have. How progressive because, the gorgeous family. Because I, I love turkey. My mom loves turkey because that's all she eats, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and I'm picturing your mother just gnawing on turkey legs like at well, Disney World. My mom eats either turkey legs or turkey breasts. That's all she eats. 
Well, you've seen her. This is true. That's all she eats. Have yeah. you ever seen my mom devour a big piece of like, no. you know? The only thing I've seen her really do is eat turkey and blow dry her hair. Yeah. Eat mm-hmm. it up, you got And talk about Europe. Of how much she loves Europe. <laughs> it's funny because those things all are not. They, they shouldn't go together. But they kind of do, if you know my do. mother. Oh, yeah. oh, and she loves Ann Taylor Loft. <laughs> oh, see, I didn't know that about her. Oh, yeah. See, I, I yeah. A new no, thing. my mom, all you say, all you say is... Uh, eh, para mi la crisma de cumpleaños nada más regalamos una tarjeta de loft de loft porque tú sabes que a mí oh, me gusta okay. la ropita de loft <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I give her the loft and then you know how many H's are in loft when she pronounces it I don't know it? but uh, it's la a mí me encanta ir a loft anyway so so since we were kids, since I can remember, you know, we've always had the, t- well, we always used to always have the turkey, but then everything else was Cuban. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. It, it was like that's how it was frijole, yuca, and all that. House. Yeah. When I started gaining power, right? <laughs> Once you started usurping the throne. I started ch- ch- changing Gingerly, the narrative. Every, every year, one item would go. It's like, okay, we're not going to have yuca. We're, we're going to have yams. Mashed potato. Right. right. Okay. We're not going to have panguano. We're going to have rolls. Right. We're not okay. going to have. We're gonna have stuffing. we're gonna have rice. We're gonna have stuffing, right? So now we we have all like we have all the fixings. We have the turkey. We have the handmade gravy, which Ooh. I refuse to have bottled gravy because that shit is nasty. And I'm very proud of the gravy that I make. I make it with the drippings of the turkey, and I have oh, flour. Nice. Yeah, yes. I dr- last uh, yeah. year was it last year? I think I made uh, I made stuffing from scratch, including I, the bread. I make the stuffing as well. I always do like an Italian sausage stuffing, cranberry, and all mm. that. But then of course. Of course. My dad siempre compra una pierna. You know what? Oh, no, wait. Una pierna, not un jamón. No, una pierna. Una pierna. Una okay. pierna. Okay. My, I don't, ham at Thanksgiving doesn't bother me. No, ham doesn't bother me either. Pero my dad always compra una pierna. Y hay que hacer, you know, eh, yuca. <laughs> y arroz con frijoles. So it's like just all the ball starches. Yeah, so it's like okay, you know, you got to pick your battles. <laughs> you know, fine, just eat it. You got to pick just your battles, eat it, and then I'll have some. Like you don't eat on Thanksgiving, you eat it tomorrow. Like fine. you know who does a terrible flung? I don't care. I'll say it. my aunt makes a horrible flung. Aww, it's like your burnt. Poor aunt. It's like burnt and like not. But is he that? I'm sorry. You know, I've never made a flung. I don't like her flung. I've never made a flung. <laughs> she does it with like grapes. With grapes? Yeah, she puts, like, grapes over it. And I'm like, what? the hell kind of unholy creation is that? She puts, that? like, grapes. Or the other day she put, wait, like. Wait, wait, wait. She makes it with grapes? No, she makes a flung. Uh-huh. And then over it she put grapes. Sometimes she puts grapes. The other like day she, decorative? Yeah. The other day she put, like, a cookie crumble. And I'm like, no, no. But why is it she I even don't consistent know in her this. decorations? I don't know. I'm like. Quita, quita todo eso. Pero es que flan no, no necesita decoración. I know, it's amazing by itself, but no. So yeah, I picked my battles now. So it's like, okay, you I'm people, over, the you people the over there at that end of the table, you could have your Cuban whatever. You know, us people over here, we're, we're going Anglo. <laughs> oh no, do you separate the table? <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> no, but, it's, it's but, but you know what though? But, but seriously, like it's interesting though, because I feel that... Um, for all Cu- Cubans or immigrants, um, yeah. Thanksgiving, I feel it's like one of these holidays that, like, the moment you come to the United States, no matter where you're from, you pick that shit up. You pick that habit uh, yeah, up. Yeah, because it's about eating. We all because love to eat. everybody celebrates Thanksgiving. Yeah, for the most part. Because there's other, like, more American holidays that people don't, you know, that didn't grow up on it, yeah. don't celebrate as much. Like a 4th of July, meh, whatever. Who does, really, who celebrates May Day? <laughs> is that us? I don't know. Or is that I think the it's British? Canada. Oh, okay. We don't even know. 
do we celebrate May Day or whatever? No, but seriously, like uh, Thanksgiving is something that people really pick up, like when they start living in the United States. I mean, of course, I I don't blame them, but um, you know, and whether they have it with like their own twist, I, I don't mind the twist. I mean, whatever you do, whatever you want. Well, I mean, it's just that it's just that for me, I love Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving dinner. Right, I love right. turkey with good gravy. I love the cranberries. I me love too. all that. Dolores and then, Jordan of, was great. And then of course, wait, 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 we're leaving the star, like the the star of the show, the pumpkin pie. I mean, I told you I'm gonna try making pumpkin pie from scratch. Yeah, I know you told me it's not, it's worth, not worth it, it but no. I'm gonna try. No try. I mean. I've made it from scratch twice. And when I mean from scratch, I mean from scratch. Yeah, yeah, no, scratch. no, no. no. Like, I'm going mean, to get the pumpkin. I'm going to roast I made it. The I'm going to do the whole. Oh, I'm made, not doing the crust. I made the crust. I rolled that shit out. <laughs> the hardest part was making the crust. The crust estaba en venta in Aldi for like 75 cents. The hardest I got part to. was making the crust. Um, And then you make a puree. But yeah, yeah. I, I, when I made pumpkin pie, I actually was surprised. And this may sound very like even stupid. That you actually used pumpkin, like the regular orange pumpkin. <laughs> like, what did you think was in I it? I don't know. I thought it was like some type of different type of squash. I don't know. Oh, okay. Like it wasn't the pumpkin pumpkin. It was right, like it calabaza. Was, right. Some other type of calabaza, not right. the traditional right. okay. orange one. Thank God it's not the one with that rash that I don't like. <laughs> the calabaza? No, the one that have the bumps. That's calabaza. Yeah, but you know there's some that have those bumps. No, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm saying, I don't know what that's called in English. To me, that's calabaza. There's pumpkin and there's calabaza. Because you know I suffer from that. Oh, that thing about the... The, 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 the circles and the round things. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the circles freak me out, people. They really do. Like, yeah, they don't, really, appro- really do. don't approach him with circular objects. No, 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 no. You, you know what really don't freaks the hell out of me? Hoop. Like, freaks me out. Like, when, you know, like, those boxes of straws? Like the big boxes of straws. Okay. When they take the top off and it's like, you know, 5,000 straws at once. It's like, oh my God, circles, circles. <laughs> like, Wait, so you can't play Hollywood Squares because the circle gets the square. You no, 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 but not like that. Oh, okay. oh, oh, you know what freaks the hell out of me? A lotus flower. Oh. <laughs> Esa cosa. Oh. Nasty. Oh, I mean, yeah, I have like goosebumps thinking about it. Can like, you, can you look at the cover of Christina Aguilera's album? No, because it's her naked body. That's oh, okay. Well, she doesn't well. have she doesn't have circles on that. No. <laughs> okay. No. So okay. So now that we're this is our Thanksgiving unofficial Thanksgiving special. So let's let's settle it once and for all. Uh oh. Pistols okay. at dawn. When do we start celebrating Christmas? For me. Okay. For me. It is the weekend of Thanksgiving. I will even give you the week of Thanksgiving. Because let's say if you're traveling and you want to set everything up so like starting before next you leave. Week. So starting on Monday. This bullshit about like, you know, fucking stockings at Target in the middle of fucking October. I'm not having it. No, Rita, uh, Christmas is going to start after July. No, it's going to start on my birthday, Rita, <laughs> August 6th. I'm, I'm going to herald in the Christmas season. And and do you really think that this is all because of you know I, I uh, don't know why. commercialism in terms of stores? And... I mean, I want to say yes, but but is it really? You know what I mean? Like is like if they if so. In other words, when is it right to start listening to all I wanted for Christmas is you? The week of Thanksgiving. Okay, so we take more. Well, Mariah, Mariah's never, Mariah's Mariah's never Mariah in her box. box yeah, me, she's, I mean. always, she's never in her box around you. But for the rest of civilization, we take her out of her storage container. That hurts me. No, but it's one of the plastic ones, that like the, 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 the big ones. It has holes in it. it hurts me that she's not three sixty-five. Anyway, go ahead. Well, first, I, listen. I listen to Mariah all year long as well. Not as much as you do, but I listen all year long. 
but yeah, I think anything before Thanksgiving, more than a, more than the week of Thanksgiving, is too much. How about, do you agree or? Yeah, like, like right now, I'm uh, like, like right like, now like around fine. now, like fine. like even mid to late November, I'm okay with, but certainly not, not right after Halloween. Halloween. No. Or or around Halloween because even before Halloween, oh, yeah, yeah. like at the end of October, I saw Christmas yes, things at Target. They haven't even started on the fifty percent off. That's of why Halloween they have the really shit. nice stuff at Target. Well, yeah, because nobody's bought it yet. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. And yeah, like you said, I mean, I guess it's a commercialism thing, but but even still, like, do they think people are not going to buy things if they wait until December? Like, I don't I don't agree. There's a Christmas tree shortage again this year. Really again? Yeah. Well, I'm not buying a Christmas tree this year, so. So you're helping. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not buying a Christmas tree this year because of the mold problem. You know that I have in my house a little issue with mold that the house is turned but we, upside but down. We've but we've chosen to make you an activist. Yes. Yeah, so I'm not buying the Christmas tree. You're not tree, buying the Christmas it. tree. Well, my Christmas tree is artificial. So <laughs> my little pipe cleaner. Oh yeah. Yeah. So okay. So starting next week, we could. Crank up all I want for Christmas is you. Uh, as much as you want. Which, by the way, is not my favorite Christmas I, song of hers. But not that, not that stupid song with the children singing. Of her? No, that other Christmas song. <laughs> so this is Christmas. And oh, ha- no. Que canción para me mal. It's a John Lennon song. Ugh, <laughs> no wonder. <laughs> I love... Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Listeners. So, <laughs> I like the Beatles. I like the Beatles. I have the Beatles... You know, greatest hits. I have actually I have a few CDs of the Beatles. There's some songs of the Beatles in particular that I absolutely love. That if I were to make a list of my favorite songs of the Beatles, I I'm, I'm sorry, of my favorite songs of all time, I would list like "Hey Jude." I love. I love "Let It Be." Um, uh, I love Eleanor Rigby. Um, is that them or is that Paul McCartney? What Eleanor Rigby? I no, like that song. Them. I really that's like that song actually. But, you know, as actually I stated some episodes ago, remember that I said that I had a Beatles shirt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't feel it was authentic because I, I didn't grow up on the Beatles, obviously, because they were before my time. Right. I I, dis- I really discovered the Beatles when I was in high school because my parents were not into the Beatles. Right. So, I, you know, the Beatles to me, although I acknowledge their significance and their contribution right. to music, and I like a lot of their music, to me personally, there's not so much of a sentimental connection to it. Right, right. But nonetheless, the reason I bring this up is because usually when people talk about the Beatles, even if they don't like the Beatles, they kind of respect their right. accolades. Except you. <laughs> You'll go out and be like, I don't like the Beatles. I don't like John Lennon. <laughs> John Lennon. So tell us, how do you really feel about the Beatles? The Beatles, whatever. The Beatles, and whatever. And depending on the day you catch me, because my dad used to really like the Beatles, like, as a kid, I mean, he was the right age for it. Mm-hmm. Like he always tells the story um, when him and his sisters <laughs> came to this country. I mean, it was early '60s when they were on the Ed Sullivan show. Mm-hmm. He says that him and his older sister. It was him, his older sister, and his and his. My dad's the middle child, so it was the oldest and then the second oldest sister. Him and his oldest sister were in another room, mm-hmm. and uh, my tia, my tia Sofia, was watching the Ed Sullivan, and they say that all of a sudden, all they. <laughs> All they heard from another room was that it's a little show. And all of a sudden, like, plop. And when they walked into the room, she had fainted from seeing the Beatles. Oh, my God. King Tia Eleanor. Tia Sofia. Sofia. I was thinking of Eleanor Rigby. Coño. Was she okay? She was okay. But she was, like, 13, 14. I mean, you know, like, she was the right age, you know, for that. So, again, so there's a connection with the Beatles. You know what I mean? But John Lennon. I I hate the song Imagine. 
that is the worst song ever written. Oh, you know what? You know what? You know what, listeners? Fight me. Bring it. Bring it. I hate that song. Please don't lose the <laughs> Yeah, let's not lose listeners, but you know what? But I hate that song. That is the most overly pretentious bullshit piece if of song you, I've if, ever if heard. If you disagree with Ish, please put your uh, <laughs> comments in writing to our DM at our Instagram or at pedolemipodcast at gmail.com. No, I'm not a fan of it. It's like so preachy. It's, that is a type of song that some, like one of these like stupid people in high school who thinks who, that they're, no. who thinks they're deeper than they are would write right. and be like, oh my God, I have so many feelings. No, somebody who is vegan who would sue Burger King for it. Yes. <laughs> Full circle. Canción para mi And everybody always sings. It's like, this is a song that I love. Imagine people. Stupid. I remember some years ago, I saw Madonna in concert. And I think it was a reinvention. The reinvention tour. And she was like, I'm going to, because during that time it was like the Iraq war. And she was like, and now I'm going to sing a song that is timeless. Imagine by John Lennon. I'm like, and I'm getting up to go to the bathroom. This is a perfect, perfect bathroom break. Perfect time. <laughs> the perfect thing to do when that song plays. Because is take the a last piss. thing I want to do is hear that song, especially by her, because you know she could get really preachy sometimes. Seriously, you know, you know she preached to her papa. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> if she preached to him, and I mean, sometimes she gets on this high horse. I think no, Madonna. No, no, like, her, uh, her high uh, horse is on top of a soapbox. I'm not in the mood for it right now. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect- the perfect excuse, listeners. If you hear that song, go pee. So yeah. So um. So yes, Christmas is coming. Mariah is coming. Mariah. I'm picturing her on like a little sleigh right after Santa. Well, no, I'm picturing her like on a sleigh, like a Christmas. Sleigh. I love when she like she spends every winter in Aspen. Yeah, every Christmas deal, with, with the, with the and kids. like she just hangs out in downtown Aspen, and you see all these people taking pictures with her. I'm like, that's not the type of shit that happens to me. Well, like, go to Aspen. You know, well. <laughs> I mean, I got you. I'm human. I go to Pigeon Forge or to Gatlinburg, Deal. If it does. Cubans don't go to Aspen. If it does. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> we don't go to Aspen. <laughs> it's just not a thing. It's like, ah, bang. So no. what, are, what are some of your Christmas traditions or holiday traditions as we come up, listeners? Oh, yeah. I, th- I mean, well, we'll get into it more because we're going to have our end of year where we'll probably talk about yes. that with other people. But yes. I love this time of year. And I know it sounds so hokey and not original, but I do love this time of year. Like, I love everything. I've already started Christmas shopping. I haven't. No, I know you haven't. You do your shopping on the 23rd. I do my shopping. Nope. You know what? I will defend my shopping strategies always. I usually shop about four or five days before Christmas. Okay. Um, And I usually go during the day. So I'll take. Well, because you have that, that perk. I'm self-employed. So self-employed, so right. I'll go to the mall. And in two hours, I'm done. Because I'm done. there. Right. Nobody's I'm done. There. Right. I'm done. This thing that people start going crazy and like, oh, rah, 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 like, you know, a month before and they start. No, I, I've always done that. And in a couple of hours, maybe with a few exceptions, maybe there's some things here and there. Um, I'm done. You're in Marshall's. In Marshall's, I'm like, OK, my sister-in-law, my aunt, my uncle, my cousin, my, you know, Fulan. Oh, no, the thing is that I, I have a list of everyone and then I what I want to get them. So, you know, like I don't I, like I'll, maybe I'll go to Marshall's and see something for someone, but not like I when I think of certain people i try to get them gifts that that matches like them really so you're gonna get me a flung maybe maybe if you're my secret santa this year i like my secret santa i actually i like my secret santa too i already bought i already bought the gift uh anyway so (laughs) i have something to bring up and i don't know if you heard about it it's not holiday related at all but um you know or listen laugh and learn 
Did you hear about the studio executive that wanted to make an interesting casting choice for Harriet Tubman? Okay, about Julia Roberts? Yes. Okay, I refuse to believe that that's true. <clears throat> I, I can't believe it's true. Okay, is it I, true? Bueno, according to what, they, what they're saying, yes. Okay, read. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so basically, uh, the idea, the, the screenwriter of the Harriet Tubman movie mm-hmm. said that um, about 25 years ago, he's been, so apparently he's been pitching this movie for a while. Um, you know, somebody said, one of the executives told him, the script is great. Let's get Julia Roberts to play Harriet Tubman. Okay, so 25 years ago would have been about 1994, right? So I, I would even dare like to say woman that, era. that in 94 she was still riding high from like the pretty woman, you know, because that was before my best friend's wedding. Right, like sleeping with the enemy. Right, she was that, in that right. initial like high of like... That superstardom. Right, yeah. the, like yeah. America's all sweetheart, yeah. sweetheart with like the curly... Red yeah, hair, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. So, right. So, there's no other logical choice to play a black woman who was a slave, so, you know, than Julia Roberts at age 25, <laughs> because at that time she was like 25. That's true. Right. Well, the the screenwriter. This is why we can't have nice things. There's a screenwriter, Gregory Allen Howard, says that somebody pointed that out, like, um, you know, Terry Tubman was kind of black. And the executive said, it was so long ago, no one's going to know the difference. Now, that's the part where I get a little like... Wait, 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 wait. What? That was what... That's what the screenwriter says the executive said. It was so long ago, no one is going to know the difference. <laughs> that a white woman was playing, playing a black person? A black, and not only a historical. A black person. She one was of playing the most historically significant black women So ever. much so that she's going to be on the... What is it? So the $20 on bill. On the yeah. $20 bill. Yeah. Right, but nobody will know. I know. I can't refuse to believe that's true. I can't believe it. No, that's a hoax. You're messing with me. I can't believe that that's what... You're messing with me. I don't believe you. What? I, don't be- I saw... I've seen a couple of memes, and I thought that maybe it was like that's, a joke. That's... I, I hope it's a joke, but that's what they're saying. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Oh, yeah, okay. In, in, in Ahora, with that said, the lady who wound up playing uh, Harriet Tubman, Cynthia Erivo, apparently there's a little bit of a mild controversy as well with her mm-hmm. because she's British. 
don't know, but okay. But again, to your point, it's like really that like, uh, come on, she's the best woman for the job, I and mean, at least she's not Julia Roberts. But but it's not even. I mean, this goes back to the the whole thing of like, you know, obviously an actor should play whatever to they want degree. to play. But, you know, how on earth will anybody think <laughs> that a white woman, you're talking about a white, white woman. Yeah, she's not even. She's not mixed. She, right. She's it's not, not brown. It's you not, know, like right. white, white right. woman is going to play, you know, a black woman that, and such as you said, one of the biggest historical figures in American history, you know, with so many black actresses. Because in the mid 90s, for example, you know, who I um, think of uh, right off the bat, which she's still very relevant today is um, Angela Bassett. Oh, love Angela Bassett. Of so many other black actresses, but you know, I, I think of her because she's like a very versatile actress. She could play anything, you know. Right. Um, so it's like, did did this executive really think that Julia Roberts was like a better, you a know, better fit, fit than, than you know, Angela, like Bassett. Angela Bassett? You know, was such a great actress. And... Well, you know, Angela Bassett had already played Tina Turner. Who was going to buy her as Harriet Tubman? <laughs> Anime. <laughs> I cake. Love that movie. I love that movie, movie so much. That is such a that's one of those movies that every time it's on, I'm stopping whatever yeah. I'm doing, I'm watching it. You know it's funny that like so Lawrence Fishburne is so good as I so underappreciated in general. But but as Ike Turner, he was so good because there there's only been certain roles of people mm-hmm. that like after the movie I hated them. One of them would be Sean Penn and Casualties of War. Like after that movie is that the one he like raped the and character, killed the, the, character Viet- the, the Vietnamese the girl. girl like I hated Sean Penn for a couple of years it's so funny because like Morph it's a, a Lawrence Fishburne I hated him so much after What's Love Got to Do With It that it wasn't until he became Morpheus that I was like okay Lawrence you're good oh I thought you were gonna say until he married Gina Torres well no because he married <laughs> Gina Torres after but um and we love Gina Torres we love some Gina Torres Mad love to Gina Torres. This should be our goal for twenty twenty. Listen, there's lots of there's lots of goals for twenty twenty. So, um, you know, if we got Jessica Pearson on this show, I'd be so happy. And she's a lovely person. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so he was such a son of a bitch. The thing, but the the thing with like playing Ike Turner too is that like he's such a like everybody just knows him as being an asshole. That it's it could have very easily just been like a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, but but they also they also kind of balanced it with a little that's, bit of humanity. That, right, right, right. But that's what I'm saying. Right. Like that that shows you how good of an actor he is. Because I mean, Ike Turner was essentially you know the the national asshole. But but back to that whole thing of Julia, like if that is true, I mean, this was twenty some years ago, but it, it could very well be, be today. relevant today. If that is true, you know that 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 goes to say with what we keep saying. You know that like they gave a lot of hate to Scarlett Johansson for playing a trans man, um, right. a tra- was Want, a trans wanting man? to play a trans, trans man, man yeah. or like an Asian character, I believe, in another one. I mean, she was playing a character that was an Asian, I was Asian in the manga. I yeah. don't yeah. blame the actor. I blame Hollywood. I blame I blame, I blame the casting guy. directors. I blame this type of guy. I blame the casting directors. I blame the executives because again. If you there's a million trans actors out there, there's a million, obviously, uh, you know, black actors, Asian actors. So I mean, just dip in that pot. Like, why would, why on earth would anybody cast a white person to play oh, a black role? It's funny you say that because esta semana, eh, Brenda Song, mm-hmm. you know who, who that is, right? 
No. London from The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, which is probably also oh. on Disney Plus. Oh, I yeah. can't wait to watch oh, yes, that. Yes. So Brenda Song was saying because she has a I'll show. Pass the plate. Yeah. And she has made that pass the plate. She has a, a show coming out on Hulu. Actually, it already came out. This it's all it's all their own called Dollface, and she's saying that when they were casting for Crazy Rich Asians, she had her manager or her agent or whomever reach out to them and they said no because she wasn't the type of Asian like she wasn't the right type of Asian they were looking for for the movie whereas Constance Wu is well my thing to that is um, London Tipton was a crazy rich Asian before crazy rich Asians I know I, was, yeah, was, was crazy let's talk rich about Asians that. let's okay. talk about that okay literally because her character was her character was it was a spoof on Paris, uh, Paris Hilton. Hilton okay so she was playing crazy rich Asian way before the like movie she was crazy and she was rich and she and was Asian she's Asian <laughs> so living in that hotel but it's just funny because you know it's like to your point of like there's so many out there and yet you know you hear something like this where she's like yeah my, my agents my people reached out to them and they were like no no thank you you know, you're you're not the right like look or I forget how she phrased it, but so it's like so even when you are a certain type, quote unquote, you're still not right for the role. Listen, it's what we've talked about here several times, and you know sometimes we kind of mention it in jest. Not not that it's a, a funny issue, but we mention it in jest at the uh, irony, think, right? Right. Like exactly. how ironic it is. That's like a couple of months ago when I I think I I forget if I put it on my personal Instagram or on our Instagram that I was at the at the hospital and there's a wall that has like the board of directors and it's like oh, I, remember, I don't know yeah I don't know which one and you I took a video on. of it yes and it has all the pictures of all the board of directors and there's like. There's, there's like, like one, 25. There's like it was one woman? all these white older guys. And then there was like one woman and one black guy. And that's it. <laughs> you know, and then it was like all these other white guys. Lots of Prestons. And, you know, and I, you know what? It's not against the white man. No, it's, no. It's nothing it's against just... the white man. It's that we are more diverse than that. Specifically Miami. Specifically Miami. Specifically Hollywood. Right, right, you know? right. But I'm saying we're not talking about like bueno. It's a hospital in a small town in Iowa. It's like, well, you know, it probably is still predominantly white. You know, right. or or vice versa. If you were to tell me it's you know a hospital in the middle of you know Oakland, you know, okay, it's probably going to be black, all black. You know what I mean? Like it's just you you are the result of your of your surroundings. But we are very pretty diverse here. Yeah, I know. I, I again I forgot if I put it in my personal Instagram. I remember seeing it, I don't remember which or one. Or in or in ours. But yeah. Um wow. Wow. Yeah. Julia Roberts can't play a black woman and Brenda Song can't play Asian. She can't play a crazy rich Asian. <laughs> I love that. I love that. She, she was play. a crazy rich Asian She's, before it was a thing. She is OG crazy rich Asian. Yep. I don't under, like she's not the I don't I don't because she's such a cute girl. She's adorable, but I think they were looking for somebody, and this is me hypothesizing, because the only outsider was este, Constance Wu's character. Uh-huh. The other ones had to read almost British European. You know what I mean? Let me like, ask you something because I didn't read type. the book. I did. Yeah. The guy. I know. I know you yeah, did. Yeah. The, that's why I'm asking you this. The guy, the main guy. Yeah. The, the huh, yeah the protagonist. Yeah. Okay. I remember I saw an interview on, uh, of him on the View mm. that. There are some people who criticize his acting. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, his his um his background, his background because he is half white. Yes, yes. And I think half. I forget. Uh, I want to say he's if, Hong Kong. He's from Hong Kong, I think. So Chinese. Chinese. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
but he's certainly half white. So there were some people who criticized that he wasn't Asian enough. In the book, is that character, do they go into its background? He's is purely he mixed? Chinese. He's purely Chinese. He's purely Chinese, but he was educated abroad. Right, but it, so he does have a British right, but the way that he looks type. because because this guy you could tell that he's mixed. I think you could tell he's mixed. I mean, fair enough, but I, but but but, the, but that's why I'm saying. Do you think that they casted someone who was mixed uh, to make it a little bit more palatable uh, to white American audiences in the U.S.? Here's the thing. My gut says maybe, but the fact of the matter is that the international market, especially Asia, is so important now. That I don't know when you're doing a movie like Crazy Rich Asians that you're even really expecting America to be a hit. But it's an American movie. No, no, it's an American movie. But, but what I'm saying is when you're making – because the Asian market is so important now and this movie is wall-to-wall Asian, right? In their mind, I think they probably said regardless of how it does in the U.S., it's probably going to do well abroad. Yeah, but so, the, I, but don't you so think I'm that, saying so I don't know if I don't, don't know if that's that a double-edged sword. Though? No, 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 right. But I'm just saying I don't know if that for that reason I don't know if the because factor. then you're selling a Chinese character to China or to other Asian countries. Uh, you're selling a Chinese character that's played by somebody who is half white. So you know that could be the flip side true, that true. maybe it's rejected by those audiences because they're like this man is half white, which I I mean I think his casting is fine. I mean no he did a I good think job. his casting is fine, um, and I certainly don't think that he should be excluded because he's half white. You right. know he's still Asian, but what I'm saying is that I wonder in terms of the American perspective and being that there's not a lot of movies here that are Asian, um, and not a lot of huge Asian actors. Mm-hmm. That if they went with like a very safe choice, they went with like a guy who's like he's very good looking, you know, he's Asian, but you could tell that he's mixed. You I know? mean, from a marketing perspective, it's an easier sell. Yeah, I I guess. I mean, I I don't I don't know. I don't know. I just, you know, you know, like when you talk about like, and I remember we had this conversation with the Spanish Aki group. That you talk about, like, oh, because, you know, a movie that's Hispanic-centric mm-hmm. will only be watched by these people and that people. <laughs> right. Yeah, I've never thought about it in those lines. Like, I remember I saw recently, uh, not always be my baby, always be my... My, it, my maybe? Yes, always be my maybe. Yeah. And it was it was an, there was yeah, an yeah, Asian, Asian cast. cast. Yeah, yeah. I saw it because I thought the the preview looked really funny. Yeah, it yeah. Looked, that's with you it, know they it, use Mariah song. But that's with the people from Fresh Off the Boat and yeah, Cruella Muchacha. Like I never, I never thought like, oh, oh you it's know, an Asian movie. It's an Asian movie, so you know, it's not for me. It's not. You know, I'm not gonna find myself in that movie. You know, right? No, I just thought the move, the trailer looked. Fun, fun. So, like, I, I, agree I, with I you. personally, I, I never see it among those lines. I mean, with that said, with that said, you know, you know how I, you know, most of the movies that I like are like in terms of like you know black casts and what right. do you say, quote unquote, black movies. But that's what I'm saying. You, know? I, you and I don't think of it that way, but I do know that there are people out there who see a trailer or whatever, and it's like, oh, that's the black movie. That's the Asian movie, that's the woman movie, that's the, you know what I mean? Like, they automatically shut themselves off. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, you know, Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, that's only for men. Right. Oh, eh, that, that's the, Downton Abbey that's is only like, for women. Well, I'm, I'm, oh, is, I'm glad you I mean, brought that up because as we were speaking yeah, before, because yeah. 
we we have an acquaintance that mm-hmm. you know when the movie of Downton Abbey came out, uh, he mentioned that that was a movie that was generally for women, right? And I watched the series. I loved the series, and I personally watched that series because. I, you know, I love, you know, British well, you history love pieces, and I too. love period pieces. That's why I watched that movie. But I never once thought watching that movie. It's oh, a chick flick. This is a chick show. Right. There's a show for women. Never once did it even remotely pass my mind. So that's why I tell you that when he said that, I'm like, why didn't he even think about? Like, that's not something I ever thought about. And I saw the whole show. Right. Because, I don't know, I just found it interesting, you know. Um I mean, obviously, as we mentioned, there's certain things that are blatant, like and certain things are marked like, in a certain you know, way. Soap operas, you know, right, right. in the day, like, um, yeah, um, yeah, soap operas, day, stuff daytime, like daytime that. Soaps. Yeah, yeah, but but other than that, I mean, are a few other exceptions, like. I don't know. I, I, I just don't see it from that lens. So when people have that conversation, I understand what you're saying. It's just that I've never it, seen it, it from doesn't that da- It doesn't It doesn't resonate yeah. with you. I mean, if I see a movie with a whole entire Asian cast that looks funny or whatever. It's a fun it's movie. It's a funny movie, and I'm going to watch it. You yeah, know? Yeah. Like, yeah, but it's no, – but, and again, it's it's sad but true. It's almost like a marketing sh- uh, shortcut. You know, it's like, okay, well, we've got the black movie. Okay, make sure you're on BET. Make sure you're uh, doing billboards in black neighborhoods. Make sure you're on the R&B stations. Make sure – because I've done it. You know what I mean? Like, And it's not to say that it doesn't have a broader appeal, but it's, you know, when you're trying to make your marketing dollars work, mm-hmm. you want to fish where, the, where you know the fish are. And so you do wind up sometimes just kind of going, you know, with that shorthand. You know, it's like, oh, well, a, you know, Gladys Knight is coming to town. Okay, well, make sure that you do the, these stations, this, this, this. She has a huge white fan base. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But what do you do? You you make sure that the money that you're placing. Do you ever think this is a chicken or an egg is- issue? Mm-hmm. That if they didn't if they didn't divide it or market it in certain ways like that, if they just did a general marketing of a movie that is carried Mm-hmm. mainly by um, Minority minorities answer. that people will go and see it anyway? So the argument, the only argument I can think of right now that people would make as to say yes to that is a bad example, which is Black Panther. Why is that a bad example? Because it's a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. So it already comes built in with a pre, you know, it's pre-built with an audience that's going to come see it. Mm-hmm. It could be a movie full of stick people. You know what I mean? Like they're going to show up. Um, I don't know. I don't, I, I think it's, again, it, what it comes down to is because there's money attached to the, to this. And specifically when we're talking about like movies, more and more, there's a smaller window to make your money. Mm-hmm. So because they really, they'll they'll say this when you're marketing a movie if you don't make your money opening weekend you're done mm-hmm. that's it not like before where you know you opening weekend did all right and then it gained traction and then it moved up sleeper hit sleeper hit sleeper hits don't exist anymore so what what do they do to try to ensure some money is made they try to hedge their bets so they may put something on abc right but what are they they're going to put it on abc during what how to get away with murder blackish they know that non-black people watch those shows but they also know that the majority of the demographic is there and so at least we're going to hit that audience that we that we hope will show up and make the money so that's what i mean again you can make the argument one way or the other but that's their version of oh no but we're being broad look we're on primetime tv 
you know, and things like that. So it, it also it, just, it depends on the budget. It depends on the movie. It depends on the marketing strategy. I mean, I just I, I don't know. I, I I think you know. On the flip side, though, if you're trying to promote a Darius Rucker concert, I mean, you know, you go country and you go white. But but there's I I don't know. Sometimes I don't know. I I, I guess it's a bigger conversation. But, you know, and, and this doesn't only happen with, like, race stuff. I, I notice this happens a lot with, like, even British and, like, American shows. Like, hmm. the great British baking show. But right. then they made an American version. Actually, the other day I was seeing that there's a, a British version of Drag Race. Yeah, they just, yeah. RuPaul, right, I'm thinking, like, yeah. I'm thinking, like. But that's always been. No, it's always, I know, that's what I'm saying, happened. it's always been. But what I'm saying is that, like. Do they think that an American audience is not sophisticated? Maybe it's not sophisticated enough to enjoy a show that is British based, um, or vice versa. I think that there's cultural nuances, especially when you're, especially when you start getting into niche programming, like with a Drag Race. There's cultural nuances where a certain humor may not translate. For instance, it may not translate here on a VH1, which VH1 is where Drag Race runs, mm. and that's a broad, you know, it's a broad platform, it's a broad-reaching channel. But what are they doing? They're they are airing it here on I think Logo, smaller channel. It's funny because I, I saw know? an ad for it and Jerry was on it. I go, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Jerry's yeah. gonna be on Drag Race. I'm like, oh, but it's the British it's one. The British one, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and no, there was another one. I think Graham Norton was on. He's one of the co-hosts. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh, look, yeah, at we Graham. love everybody. No, on I was it. like, look at Graham Norton on, on Drag know, Race. On, he, he broke through American television. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's no fair. But but I mean, I don't like. I watch a bunch of British shows and Yeah, but you and I are different. You and I Ugh. are not the average American. The average American doesn't even like to look at things in black and white with subtitles. The average American says underwear, not knickers. Exactly. <laughs> what did you call me? <laughs> they say uh crisps instead of uh, no chips instead chips of chips instead of fries. You know. No, instead of fries. No. Fish Ch- and chips. Chips is fries, crisps is potato chips. Potato chips, yeah. Right. And biscuits is cookies. Right. What else? What are some other ones? I can't think of any. I'm like, I feel tapped oh, out. Oh, the loo. The loo. The tube. The tube. The loo. The telly. The lift. The lift. The gap. Mind the gap. <laughs> the flat. The flat, yeah. Some people in New York say flat. Yeah, but New York. Yeah. You know, New York is very, it's its own little world. That's like, I've heard, I've heard a few people here in Miami say, when they're referring to their apartment, say piso. That's how you say it in Spain. Oh, well, yeah. En que piso. You say, mi apartamento es mi piso. And then, you know, huh. there's some, like, Latin American countries that yeah, say yeah, it that way. So, so, yeah. Whatever. Oh, I, I just, I, I I don't know. I've always been like, like that. If if I like something and something is good, you know. Because we're equal opportunity. I mean, you know, you and I. One are... of my favorite movies of all time is an Iranian movie called The Day I Became a Woman. I mean, and it barely has dialogue. And it's like. Really like is hard it, to watch. Is it soundtracked by Britney Spears? No. <laughs> um, and I've never thought about it. It's like whatever. The day I became a woman, I've never heard of it. Oh my god, it's great! It's three small stories. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of a little girl okay. playing with a little boy, and right. then it ends on her birthday. And then, because she has a certain age now, she can't play with little boys anymore. Oh. Yeah, and then. That's that didn't even dawn on story me. number one. Story number two is of like a girl now who was probably in her you know twenties or thirties, right. and you know she's you know all dressed up, cover, you know covered up, and right. um, she's in her bike, 
mm-hmm. and she's like the whole scene is like her and the bike like there's like barely dialogue just mm-hmm. writing and writing and writing and writing and she's like escaping from something and there's a whole bunch of people following her because she left her husband oh and you know they're not supposed to leave their Ooh. husband keep going girl keep going right and then the third one is of an older woman who's widowed. Her kids have moved away, and she gives away all her possessions. So it's like a, it's a very interesting movie. Wow! It's like a very interesting movie because that's a cultural nuance. I mean, that, that, that's a culture that we I really know so little about. Right, and it's it's an Iranian movie by an Iranian filmmaker with Iranian actors. It barely has dialogue, but you know, Ooh. like I think. Again, me, somebody who's American, I see that and I'm like moved by it. You know, right, even though right. it has nothing to do with my culture. Right. Um, I, I, I've always seen things that way, so whatever. That's well, why I don't understand so much. Because you see though. things more about the human experience. I don't see things so much in those lines. So all this talk has made me very thirsty, and I'm really excited about my last soda. Ooh, okay. But to our audiences, if you've kept track – this is episode 90. Yes. And as you know, my son Tristan makes an appearance every, every 10, 10 episodes. episodes. And if you weren't keeping track, oh, he was. He has been counting down he the ha- episodes until he's surprise me because you remember the outfit you wore in the first day of kindergarten. Of course. So he, and every year thereafter. His memory does not surprise me. Do you me. remember what you wore the first day of senior year? I don't remember what I wore two weeks ago. I remember what I wore the first day of senior year. What? There's no way for me to say if I wore didn't, army. But... I wore army boots because that's what I used to wear with jeans. I had a t-shirt and I had a vet, uh, sweater vest from the gap okay i remember the sweater like vest. a white a base sweater oh. gap uh sweater vest uh-huh. with like the had like some lines in navy blue with the jeans and the boots you used to wear that vest a lot so i remember that well vest. no i used to wear a lot of sweater vests during that time because they were in no no but that one in particular i remember okay sticks out. well there we go so, yeah. so so I am very parched and then so if you want to hear the interview with Tristan or the conversation with Tristan yes, stay it's, stay it's, a little it's bit it's always after. scintillating with Tristan cuz you never know what he's going to say. Yeah, you never know where you're going to get. Imagine <laughs> how I feel. So are you ready for our last soda? I am ready for the last soda. So you go first. You want me to go first? Yes. All right. So my last soda is going to it's a very interesting choice. The Heifer Corporation. It is not the Heifer Corporation. So my last soda have you heard of um, – I guess it's a group or, or a profile on social media. I don't know if Vodium. you're on – I don't Raputing, <laughs> <laughs> lover of the Russian queen. You didn't take your mother to go see them. Um, <laughs> no, it's called Humans of New York. And what they do is they spotlight a different person. So the whole thing, the whole thinking is there's so many people in New York and everybody has a unique story. And so they'll pull somebody, you know, and they've talked to like homeless people, people who just got a jail, children, married couples, you know, executives, blah, blah, blah. And it's usually a pretty short type of story. Well, the ones making the round this time is from is it belongs to a elderly black woman known only as Tanqueray. Tanqueray is so popular that people are wanting her, her to like take her life story and turn it into a a TV series. Let's hear about her. All right. Here's the first thing that Tanqueray says. My mom threw me out of the house at 17 for getting pregnant, then had me arrested when I tried to get my clothes. Then she fucked the head of parole to try to keep me in jail. She was some prime pussy back then. Her mom did that. <laughs> And from then, it just gets crazier. The warden did some tests on me and found out I was smart. So I got a scholarship to go anywhere in New York. And she went to the Fashion Institute of Technology. Oh, wow. Which I hated, Tanqueray adds. 
But while she was there, she did learn dressmaking skills and that changed her life. By the time I was already getting work making, by that time, I was already getting work making costumes for the strippers and porn stars in Times Square. That's awesome. All my friends, all my friends were gay people because they never judged me. All I did was gay bars, drag queen contests, Crisco Disco. I love the whole scene. Um, my friend Paris used to sit at the bar and sell stolen clothes from Bergdorf and Lord and Taylor's back before they had sensor tags. So I had the best wardrobe, mint coats, five inch heels, stockings with seams up the back. I look like a drag queen. Honey. Okay. Cardi B definitely needs a supporting role. <laughs> She's a player in, in this. She's a player. Biopic. She needs okay. to play her. One night, a Hasidic rabbi tried to pick me up because he thought I was a tranny. I had to tell him, baby, this is real fish. <laughs> Wow. I can't get enough of Tanqueray. Like, I hope they find her again. I hope they find her again. I hope they sit her down and just, just, I mean, she needs to write a book. She needs, we need more of Tanqueray. We just do. Oh, she's older. Well, I did say she's an older, an older black lady. Yeah. Oh, God bless her. Good for her. Yes. So my last soda goes to Tanqueray. You go, Tanqueray. Wow. Good for her. Yes. And as I scroll up, I saw Angela Lansbury. <laughs> <laughs> Decidedly not Tanqueray. It's in, you know it's so interesting. Like when you see like you know she's an older woman. When you hear like you know older people that they when they've had that like a, a life. crazy life, yeah. you know like that they did drugs and they partied and they this and they that and all that. I remember when I was um, like uh, I don't know sixteen seventeen when I worked at the water metering company. Oh yeah, there was um. A middle-aged woman that worked with me, her name was Luann, and she was a very quiet, very serious, yeah. middle-aged, you know, like proper Caucasian woman, right. very sweet, very nice to me, um, but very proper, and she would dress very well to work, and right. and one day she just started talking to me, oh, God. and she was like, yeah, I tripped on a lot of acid when I was in my 20s. And like I did a lot of coke and LSD, and I'm like, oh my god! Wow. But then I'm thinking, this <laughs> was a '90s. System. There was no, but this was a '90s. At that time, she was like in her 50s, so, so she lived the 60s she, and 70s. Right, she was a hippie. No, she she, yeah. she, you, she yeah. was a hippie. But it was just so funny because again, she was like this very distinguished middle aged woman, very yeah. put together, you know. And it's she told me I tripped on a lot of acid when I was younger. I was like, oh my god! Like, well. It's what you did in the 60s. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mina, my father did acid. I know. Your father? My father. The did, man did. who cannot hear a honk on side of his house? <laughs> well, you need to tell me off air what he did. He, did, he, he t- I mean, he hasn't gotten into details with me. Okay, but, yeah. it, would your father appreciate that you made this public? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> because knowing your father... He was he was probably in his late teens. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised your father was not a warden somewhere. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it was his late teens in the 60s, you know. Like, Again, it's what everybody did. So you know? I don't know with what frequency, but yeah. Anyway, well, my last Coke goes to <laughs> this week. I'm not even going to give a gasless Coke. Oh, God. This is, is what I'm going to give. I'm going to get a little bit of vomit. Aye. A little bit of clamato. Oh. Some extra garlic. <laughs> um... Deviled eggs and the deviled eggs juice. Ooh. I'm going to put that in a blender and give it to Devin Nunes. 
No, who is Devin Nunes? Devin Nunes is the Republican who is um the, Is it Nunes or Nunes? No, that's one of the reasons I don't like him because it's like Devin Nunes, it's like somewhere in that lineage they lost the Inge and he <laughs> he stayed with Nunes. <laughs> Se le escapó la tinde. Because he's his background is Portuguese. Okay, so yeah. So right. Yeah. Somewhere in that lineage, somewhere in some type of census office, somebody wrote the name wrong. And, and they write the right, 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 right. They Nunes. Because right. I'm like, what type of name is Nunes? Yeah, no. So not. he's the head of the Republicans and the, currently in the impeachment. Okay. Um, right. Uh, the impeachment. Soap opera. That's soap opera, yes, the reality with show. Trump. And the reason why it goes to him, because aside that, the fact that I don't want to punch his smug face, is that <laughs> my problem with him is the sheer like disrespect to the system to the law to the protocol that is impeachment impeachment is something that is given to us in the constitution and it's something that ensures our democracy that we have the power of removing a president politics aside whether you like this president or not right you're just talking about the, the purity the, of the, the that it goes uh, down to the power right, of right. the people that you could remove a president if the president you know does a crime Obviously, he's there to defend the president, and that's fine. I, right. I don't have a problem with that, that he's there to defend the president. My problem with him are the remarks that he gives, mm -hmm. you know, that it just it makes everything a sham. For example, you know, the, the way that this works out is that there is, like, a block of questioning from the Democrats, and then there's a block of questioning okay. from the Republicans. So, like, when he finish, he finishes his line of questioning or the uh, Republicans finish, and finish their mm -hmm. line of questioning, he'll be like, okay, now coming up next is, you know, story hour by the Democrats. You know, like, story hour. Like, let's make this shit up. Um, okay, he's or, just being an ass. He's being an ass. And then he gives, like, little snarky remarks, like, oh, mm -hmm. you know, it's 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 like make-believe. Or it's like, oh, it's like, we're going to play pretend and, and all that stuff. And then he starts talking about, like, the 2012 election and the 2016 election, which have nothing to do with this. Right. And, again, my problem with him, again, is not that he supports the president, you know, there are going to be people who support the president in this process, and that's fine. It's totally okay. It's the fact that his comments degrade the system and degrade the importance that is impeachment, whether the president gets impeached or not. And do I have a problem think, with that. Do you think part of that – obviously part of that is just he's being an ass, but – do you think the part of that part of that also plays to the fact of that it's televised, which I don't agree to it being televised? Of course, it's a show. Because now everybody's just trying it's to a get show. now everybody's trying to get their supporting Emmy nod, right? And he gets he gets um, more more screen time, more screen time, and people are talking about him. We're talking about him. We're now. talking about him right now. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't I don't think it should have been televised. CBS already already broke ranks and said no, we're not going to air it anymore because they it just wasn't it just wasn't profitable no, I, to I them. Think, I think it sh I think it should. Whether because remember this is not the actual trial. Okay, but I think it could it could be tele but it's not not to be televised on every flipping station. Like I, I think like in the past it was on C-SPAN. I don't I don't know about this time around uh, and what they're doing now, mm -hmm. but I do think the trial definitely should be televised because, you know, the American people have a right to see that, and if it's not televised, how are you going to see this? Fair enough, but I just feel like once you put a camera in front of people, I understand. But I think I it think becomes a different. It, show. It's true, but I think that that is outweighed by the access and right that people have to see what's going on. Because you know, not everybody can go to Washington to sit in. The no, 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 no. I'm not. I, I know what you're saying, but I just feel like when you put a camera there, what you get is this. 
Yep. You know, this this snarky bullshit. Whatever. Anyway. Well, everybody, that was episode 90. Nine day we's coming up on the end of the year. <laughs> um, I would say that this week, take out your elastic pants. Yes, absolutely. And actually, once you've taken them out, keep them out. Because you're going to need them on December 6th. For Croqueta Palooza. When you join us... Burger Beast, Martha of Miami, Martha, Martha Darby, Darby from Big Fat Cuban Family. Um, I don't even know who, I, I, like, so, uh, Carla Croqueta is going to be, I mean, there's just a lot of people that are going to be there, and it's going to be a flipping You blast. talk about a Merry Christmas. This is a Merry Christmas to us. Croqueta Palooza. But we'll Definitely. fill you in more on it next week. Yeah. Um, but, but, as always, we hope you listen, laugh, and learn. Yep. And make sure to grab your croqueta, your pastelito, and your jupiña. And thank you so much for joining us. And that was episode 90. All right. And if you want to hear the bonus content, it's just coming right up. Coming right up. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Have a nice weekend. Bye, Vigente. And we are here with our most frequent guest. The B-side. Franklin? What's B-side? Well, well, you got to explain to him what a B-side is. B-side. The B-side is the second the second side of a song. And usually it's the better song. It usually is the better song. <laughs> okay. Hey, Tristan. So we have my son, Tristan, who sometimes we call the new guy. So welcome to Pero Let Me Tell You. He's not that new anymore, right? <laughs> No. So, are you excited about Thanksgiving? Yeah. Oh, I like that you do a little Bugs Bunny there. Thanksgiving is next week, right? What? What? Thanksgiving is next week? Yep. What's your uh, favorite thing to eat in Thanksgiving? Turkey. What? Turkey? Yeah. So, you like... No, I remember I told you yesterday that turkeys go... <laughs> it's a un guanajo. Un guanajo, como dice mi abuela. Oh, Vamos a comer guanajo. guanajo. A little bit. So, so I think you you wanted to ask him about the soup he's going to have at school. Yeah, so they're, they're making a, what is a stone soup? Mommy. They're, who's mommy? Your mommy ain't here. She's downstairs. <laughs> so, wait, at school? Wait, you know what? I'm not even going to ask you about the soup. I want you to tell me what, what happened today at school. I don't know. You tell me. Didn't you get some type of an award? Did, well, yes. We love we love kisses from our guests. Tell us about the award. But, you got. What, did, what did you get today? I got a a necklace that has a football at the bottom. It has a football. But what did you get it for? Are you like star athlete? You're the quarterback. What? <laughs> it's for it's for a spot. Also, I got a tree and you got a tr- wait a tree. Yeah, a baby bottle pop. Oh, oh, a treat. Oh, okay. Why didn't you say a tree? I don't know. I heard tree. <laughs> I was like, did well, they give you a fern? Well, I ate a treat and a tree. Did you ate both? Yeah. Oh, the bark must have been horrible. I ate both at the same time. At the same time? And I and I ate the whole tree, even the leaves I and the it. mouth and the apples. Oh, okay, so it was an apple tree. It was an apple tree. Oh, okay. And okay. I also ate the mouth. Okay. The mouth? Oh, are we going to have some <laughs> apple pie? Yeah. I got rico apple pie. So are you looking forward to Christmas? <gasps> Wait, what? 
Christmas isn't far away. It's coming. It's not coming. Yes, it no. is. No, it's not. Don't tell that to Mariah Carey. Yeah, she'll get very what? sad. She watches better. Let me tell you too. Oh my God! What <laughs> <I know that. laughs> that would be your father's dream come true if he found out. If he found out that Mariah Carey listened to Pero Let Me Tell You. Oh, one can dream. Listen, right? put it out to the universe. You never know. Mariah Carey, listen to Pero Let Me Tell You. Yeah, we don't know. What's your favorite Mariah Carey song? You have a favorite? You have to think about it? I, mean, I, put, <laughs> yeah, I put it on all the time. Like, which one? Which one do you like? Which one? Of Mariah Carey. Well, what are the songs like? Come on. Do you know, I play them all the time. Do you know the names Why? of them? Why? But do you know the names of the songs? Or do you just know like the, the what the songs sound like? I never heard them. No, you've you, never you, heard a Mariah Carey right. song. Listen, no, no, no. Well, I know your father. You've heard a Mariah Carey song, at least one. At least eight hundred ninety-nine. And, and that's a conservative <laughs> amount, still. Dad would be correct. <laughs> yeah. So, what are you looking forward to for Christmas? Don't you want? Boo. What te- what toys do you? Yeah, want? Yeah. What toys do you want for Christmas? And your birthday. <gasps> that's right. You're a Christmas baby. I'm a baby who you're, likes you're... to poop on the pants. Well, that's not fun. No, he's all about pooping now because of SpongeBob. <laughs> Do they poop a lot on SpongeBob? Uh, I, I don't know. I've seen my share of SpongeBob. SpongeBob is all about Mr. Krabs. It's always like, Mr. Krabs, Mr. Krabs. No, for me, it's about Patrick. And for me, it's about Squidward. I love Squidward. <laughs> Hi, <Okay>. SpongeBob. <laughs> and also... Do you remember when I said Plankton's Toy Review? Do you remember when I said Oh, yeah, that? Plankton's Toy Review. That'd be great. It's all about the Krabby okay, Patty. Okay, so Patrick's name is Patrick Star. Patrick Star. Okay, isn't that the name of that Filipino guy who does makeup? And you yes. Know what? <laughs> Do you know it what? is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the first time I ever heard of, let the first time I ever heard somebody say, oh. Let, yeah. me, let me tell you Squidward's, Squidward's name and his last name. What is it? Squidward tentacles. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> but the other day... But the first, yeah, somebody the other day was like, you know, oh, have you ever heard of Patrick Starr? And I'm like, from Spongebob? And they're, they're like, no. They, they looked at me like I was the one who was weird. <laughs> so anyway, well, we got to go now. So yes. what do you want to tell our listeners? Your last parting words. Boo. That's boo. what I want to tell. Boo, boo. Halloween <laughs> passed. Come on, say something funny. Why don't you, you know what? Why don't you say Happy Thanksgiving? Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> And now you're all full of energy. I get to deliver you to your mother, and she could deal with you. And I can have a good night and see see you later. Wait, wait, wait. So wait, we love you. Wait, wait. You did better, yes. yes. So now she can take this bundle of joy and call it a day. Anyway, thank you for being that on the show. That was the bonus Tristan. content. One second. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 